0: Podcast
1: is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: So we're still in quarantine and we're still doing the Secret Golf podcast. When we say in quarantine, it's such a weird thing, but Elk, I've been talking to my friends in Scotland and in England and they're on full lockdown in the UK right now.
1: Well, it feels like we're in lockdown. You know, luckily for me, Diane, I have a lot of chores. You know, I have chickens, I have four new chickens, and I have a lot of weeds and. I don't like shooting a lot of chemicals on my grass, so I went <laughs> I've been out there sitting on my backside with a with a sharp knife and cutting weeds out of my turf. So just you know, a very strange time. Our golf course is still open, champions. None of the carts or pins are in the holes or there's no no bunkers, uh, no rakes in the bunkers, so you just sort of play and Sam and I actually agreed to not agreed. We we're going to go over there today with basic set four six eight and wedge is what i've got and he's uh-huh. got three five seven nine and we're gonna um you know each person who has the honor can go into the trees and we're gonna play like a, you know you gotta curve it around this tree and try to play to this side of the green and just do that kind of stuff
0: okay so like creative like fun golf more yeah, you know, kind or, of golf that is a it's more kind of field golf than when you go out and you're kind of like doing precision practice.
1: So tired of, um, you know, looking at swings on cameras and stuff. When I grew up, when I was a boy growing up in Wagga, uh, Wagga Wagga, um, you know, we didn't have a driving range at Wagga, so as soon as I finished school each day, I would ride my back bike back home, I'd go out to the pro shop, grab my set, and I would get out on the golf course. And, you know, looking back on it, I think the reason that I became pretty good at different shots was our course was really narrow and it was pretty short. And once I got to a certain size, I sort of overpowered the course. So I always hit my driver, but I finished up in the trees or whatever. And I finished up having to learn how to hit all these low shots, high shots. And, um, you know, I think, I mean, that's a bit of a lost art these days. You you Mm -hmm. do see Bubba Watson, who's pretty much made a career, two Masters championships with that kind of golf, but Mm -hmm. um, I'm using this time today or this this time off to kind of recreate some of that with Sam.
0: That makes a lot of sense. What do you think about, and as we're recording this, that they are still open, majority are, some states have have closed golf courses, but what do you think about golf courses still being allowed to operate, you know, under certain restrictions right now?
1: Well, I read, My wife and I, we read all the rules that apply to Texas right now. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you are allowed to exercise and, you know, the club has, our club has done all the steps to where you literally can't touch anyone else, right? There's no pin on the green. There's no rakes in the bunkers and uh, the range is not open. The pro shop's not open. The halfway house is not open. So you Mm -hmm. basically, it's it's basically like a park Mm -hmm. or when you go to the river, you just sort of go over and you do your thing. So um, I think it's nice to be able to still get out and exercise. It's pretty hot in, in Texas right now. You know, I know I know some parts of the country it's not that warm and it's not as good to get outside, but um, here it's 90. So, you know, mm-hmm. we went fishing a week ago and up to Lake Sam Rayburn. I, I don't think we'd get away with being able to go fishing now, but, um, you know, just trying to, fill the day with something outside, mm-hmm. you know. We're so used to being outside golfers. It's terrible when you have to be stuck inside.
0: Yeah, and it's like that in Florida too right now. We're probably about 80 to 85 degrees, low humidity. This is like the perfect weather that we've been waiting for to get outside to do stuff. And we're kind of living like we're in lockdown as well. But, um, you know, my boyfriend's got a dog, so we've been taking the dog out a little bit and going to the park. And then that's what we thought too the courses around us they have restrictions to keep everyone safe obviously and um one of them the range is still open so we thought hey tonight let's go and hit balls for an hour on the range as long as there's like no one else around us I think they're spacing everyone out so that you've got like adequate distance between the bays but we thought well you know let's go out and do that for an hour tonight just to get a little bit of fresh air if not you're stuck in the house all day and it's kind of like bad for my mind in that sense
1: yeah, and I mean, you think about what about are, are our tour players doing, you know, I check in yeah. with, talked to Jason Duffner today, <clears throat> he's taking this opportunity for him to, you know, work on a few little injuries that he's had and get his body, you know, lined back up, and he is practicing, he said, about three hours a day, so that most of the tour players have access to these sort of uh, bays or, you know, where you can be individually in one of these bays where they can hit balls or even do what we're doing, right? Just throw the bag Mm -hmm. up on the shoulder and go for a walk old school way.
0: Yeah. We actually bought a net and a mat for the garage. (laughs) So we've been out there in the garage and we've just ordered a launch monitor. We've got like the fuel set up. Yeah, because we're like, there's only... It was the size of, like, a the garage is pretty big, but you can hit the ball, you know that you're hitting it in the air into the target, but you don't know anything else about it. So we did that for, like, a few days, and then we thought, we need something that's going to give us numbers, because there's no point in doing this without that. So that's why we thought, listen, we're not going to the range very often, but today, if we can do it for one hour, we're going to try that and see how we get on. And I text all of our Secret Golf team and well, I spoke to them all kind of like the end of last week and they were all, I guess, still figuring out what they were going to do with this time because the time limit is still very uncertain. So, you know, some of them will not want to leave their house. I know Russell I've been talking to every couple of days. He's ordered a net, net, the full setup for his backyard because he doesn't want to leave the
1: house. I think your brother is like the most chilled person I've ever seen. He's he's still got his robe on at like three in the (laughs) afternoon making his breakfast. It's unreal.
0: It's a terrible thing to say, but like Russell's definitely going to make the most of this time because he loves doing nothing. (laughs) So for him, (laughs) this is like, it's kind of like his normal life, but he's just not going to the course at all. But he loves to sleeping and eat good food in his house and lay on the couch and watch netflix so listen that kid's pretty happy right now
1: how did you i mean you growing up with your brother and he was obviously pretty gifted um athletically and not saying you aren't because i've seen you play sports and you're you're and do your gym work and all that and you've got plenty of skills but it doesn't really fit does it like i don't want to say russell's lazy but because he's fit but How's he so lazy and so great at golf?
0: Uh, we're like, you couldn't find two siblings that are more different. We're we're similar in like certain little things, but there's very few. <laughs> we're extremely different. Um, he's like, I need to be busy all the time and doing stuff. He's very happy to do nothing. Although he did put on Twitter, he's been posting daily videos of his routine. And today the workout video is coming. So even I'm going to be very interested to see what that actually involves. <laughs> <laughs>
1: workout video for him maybe you know uh taking his rub off hanging it up
0: exactly exactly right so um, we're gonna keep doing our podcast anyway because we have there's always stuff that we can catch up on and we've got so many in the secret golf team that we will be getting involved but um over the past week we've been doing pat perez week so we've been putting out a lot of our pat perez content So you guys spoke, you sat down and and did a recording at the Players' Championship earlier this month, which we're going to put at the end of this podcast, and we've got some videos that are doing the rounds just now on all of our social media channels. But I just wanted to talk a little bit about Pat, because you and Pat have a great relationship. You always have, you're super close. You spend a lot of time talking about golf and you help him with his game, but I wanted. to Go back to the beginning. How did you and Pat kind of like become so close and such good friends? Uh,
1: I'm actually not even sure where we met. Somewhere on tour. But, you know, the first thing that everyone has to understand about Perez is that he loves golf just as much as anyone I've ever met. And um, he he thinks about golf all the time and loves to practice and loves to get better at his golf. He's always thinking about his golf. And Mm -hmm. he's even to the point of like, if he's not hitting it good, he's unhappy in life. You know, when he's hitting it good he's happy but very he's a very intense golfer loves it um and then you know you have the other side of him you know he's um you know he's kind of a half hippie he's got long hair and and uh you know he's kind of loud and speaks his mind and you know one of the things about pat is he's stayed on tour he's been on tour for like 20 odd years now um which is you know it's hard to do. It's hard to you know stay exempt for twenty something years, and uh, he's been able to do that, which just shows you what a good player he is. And he's had sort of different parts of his career. When he came out, he was real hot headed. In fact, he won the he won the um, if you ever Google Pat Perez when he won the um, uh, Junior World way back in when he was in high school. His swing, Diane, was longer than John Daly's swing. His backswing almost touched the ground on the other side of the ball on the backswing, and now he has a, quite a short, short swing. So there's all sorts of different, um, you know, parts of Pat. Um, I think he and I, you know, get on the best about well, you know talking about the golf swing, working on our swings, and um, you know, relaxing off the course a little bit. And, you know, he's become a family guy now. He has his first child, you know, Piper, and she's about to walk. And mm-hmm. he's got all these exciting things that he's looking forward to because he's known Sam and Annie since they were babies, you know, and stayed at my house and every year at the Houston Open. So, you know, we go way back. And, you know, we, as you as you noted there, we had a chance to sit down and talk about uh, some things at the Players Championship. And um, Sam was the film uh was doing the filming. So you know, it's good we had the film on, Diane, because you never know what's gonna come out when Pat and I are sitting down having a drink of wine and talking about whatever
0: it was very funny and as the videos are online if you go on youtube because they're kind of long they're like 10-15 minutes each and um, one talking about his jordans his air jordans because he's on the board of governors as they call it <laughs> and he um he's obsessed with these shoes has been his whole entire life and he got to design his own pair and he talks about a trip with michael jordan when that all came about it's very very funny and then the second part is talking about the Players Championship and TBC Sawgrass. And obviously with it being cancelled, we talked to him on the... Was it on the Tuesday of Players Week? So the tournament hadn't started yet. He was talking about his preparation, what he thought of the course. And it's still really interesting to listen to it because everyone knows the course. Like TBC Sawgrass is so well-known. The Players is so well-known and the challenges that it gives the guys. So it's still really interesting to listen to that.
1: Yeah, you know, Pat... You know, being with Michael Jordan and all the athletes that got picked to go over there to Monte Carlo to talk about, you know, talk about... Uh, they didn't even know who Pat was when he got there. It's like, who's this little fat Mexican guy that, that <laughs> nobody even knows? You know, all these guys are basketball players. And um, I don't even know if Pat's a Mexican guy. I don't even know, but I always his take pictures of... dad is,
0: isn't he? His dad's Mexican.
1: Of, yeah, I always take the pictures of, like, these um, gardeners around Texas, like Perez's plumbing business. I take a... A picture of a guy's car as he's going by, you know, and I send it to Pat. Hey, hey, good to see you in the neighborhood. I'll call you, you know, or, Pat, or Perez's, uh, uh, you know, grass clipping service or sewer fixing service. You know, there's a lot of Perez's. So I always send pictures to Pat when I see a Perez uh, sign, you know, but there's a pretty fu- funny, funny podcast when, you know, can you imagine Perez being in Monte Carlo with Michael Jordan and the whole gang of athletes over there and finished up that Pat gets to talk about designing his own set of Michael Jordan shoes. So you can't miss that one, right?
0: Yeah, it's great. And the other thing is that um, Ashley, Pat's wife, she loves the glam life. She'll love love nothing more than being on the yacht with all these people sipping the champagne. (laughs) So I remember when they were there because Ashley puts everything on her Instagram story. So if you follow her on Instagram, you get a very good glimpse into Pat's life off the course. And I remember seeing them just living the dream out there and, um, yeah, Michael Jordan, too. It's just that You're right, there's some great stories that came from that chat with you guys. So that's coming up soon. I want to talk about Pat's game very quickly. As you say, he's been on tour for such a long time and he had surgery. We spent some time with him in San Diego and he just won in Mayakova. And that was like this huge comeback win for him because what had gone wrong with his game and what was the injury at that time?
1: Well... Pat had to conquer a couple things to become the player that he is now, right? He had a couple couple bad habits. One was his temper. That was the first one. He's kind of got that under control, although it's always somewhat there, and that's part of that makes him good anyway, having a little bit of a short fuse. We all remember when he was leading at Pebble Beach, and I think he snapped a club over his knee and threw it out of bounds when he had the lead and he lost the tournament, and all that was inexperienced. I think we have that, uh, that whole interview to talk about that as well. Mm-hmm. We'll post it this week, but of what happened at Pebble Beach when he lost his cool when he was a rookie. Um, uh, the other thing was he, was, he was he wasn't a very good putter and or chipper, and we filmed a couple of really important sections for him. He's now one of the best putters and short-game guys on tour so it's really relaxed him, you know. It's like there's no more stress on tour, Diane, than when you can't hit it that good or you're not playing that good. But then when you get around the green, you can get up and down, you know. That's that's really handy. But if you've got if you're not hitting that good and you can't get up and down, well now you've got big stress. So mm-hmm. once he became a really good putter and chipper, got his temper under control, then it sort of let him relax a little bit. I think I'm only guessing to work on his swing, he shortened his swing, he got the club a little bit more under control to where he just, you know, got, wasn't going after distance, he wasn't trying to chase these guys and, and use his experience. I mean, there's a lot of guys out there that haven't been out there 20 years, and I tried mm-hmm. to tell him, I said, look, use the things that you have, you know, use these tools, It's like a guy going into the jungle that's never been there, these rookies are stomping down through the jungle, they don't know anything. You've been going through this jungle for 20 years. Use your experience you know when the pressure's coming you know how to play this hole you know not where to go on this hole so once you become a tour player diane and you learn how to be a tour player cuz let's face it a lot of these young guys that come out of come out of school get their get on tour like a matthew wolf they were sitting in a classroom 6 months ago they don't know how to be a tour player mm-hmm. yes they're excellent players but and they're going to have to learn how to be out on tour for the next two decades, maybe three decades. I think Justin Thomas, when I think of a player who has the best pedigree and someone that I feel like is in it for the long haul. I mean, I am I'm, I'm, I think a lot of them are in it for the long haul, including your brother. He loves golf. Justin Thomas is a 30-year guy. I mean, you'll see Justin Thomas play the senior tour, I think. His dad, he was just loves golf. He was, you know, raised around a club. He doesn't get burnt out. He's got unlimited energy for golf. And I think, you know, these are very important things. These are the intangibles that some of the players, uh, you have to have some experience to be able to stay out there. Mm
0: -hmm. What do you think that, and we have so many videos that we filmed with Pat over the years, like a, a huge period of time. Um, with his golf instruction, and we've been putting them on. So if you haven't seen them, then the best place to check them out is if you go to YouTube, search for Secret Golf, or if you check it out on our Facebook or our Twitter, we have them all up there we've been posting this week. But what would you say is like, apart from, you know, as you say, he's an experienced guy, you can learn a lot of, of what it's like, what it takes to stay out on tour for so long. But what do you think the average like amateur golfer watching his videos would be able to learn best from Pat?
1: How to pitch the ball? He has a great idea of how to pitch the ball. He he overcame a a lot of problems with his putting that I think they could learn the way the way he set his eyes because he never could see the line and I, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone that's putted probably you included Diane someone says oh it, it curves right to left or it breaks right to left and you look down there you can't see any right to left well Pat so yeah. developed a way that he could see the line you know and Jackie Burke talks about seeing the line well. It's not that hard to do once you see the line if you have sort of a basic understanding of how you're going to execute this part and how what are you going to roll it with? where's the power source come from and can I just roll this ball down that line and and um sometimes Diane, that's as simple as it needs to be or as difficult as it needs to be and once Pat developed a routine and I'm not going to give it away i'll let these i'll let us post it with this with this mm-hmm. uh podcast of how pat developed his own method of how to see the line. And uh, mm-hmm. that helped him a lot. And uh, the way he pitches the ball, uh, he, he plays a very, um, a very regimented way that he pitches the ball because he's gone through tons of – he talks about when he – how – the reason I do this, he says, I'm even using the way he says it because he speaks in a real up-tempo way. He swings <laughs> up-tempo. He walks up-tempo. <laughs> he, he talks up-tempo. He goes, because nothing else works. He said, yeah. nothing, nothing else I do works. So this is what works. So um, that's how Pat talks. That's how he thinks. He says, I do this technique because this what works under pressure.
0: Hey, listen, so, everyone can learn from that as well because you might have something in your game that's a little bit unconventional and it's not, you haven't been taught that by someone who's better than you. But if it works for you, then just go with it.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I, um, I worry about guys like, you know, Jordan Spieth, for example, who's to me is one of the most interesting young players that we've had come on the scene in so many so such a long time. He come out come out of the gate. And, you know, I I got criticized in the beginning of saying that he had a slightly unorthodox style with his chicken wing follow through and he has a really poor grip. And, you know, the word is that, you know, he's changed a few things with his coach and it hasn't gone well and now all of a sudden he's lost his footing where he was and and, you know, everything's changed for him. And um, Jordan Spieth, I've seen him off the course with, you know, uh, a lot of his friends and a lot of my friends together, and he's, he's an awesome guy and a really competitive, fun guy to be around, you know, on all kinds of different activities, sports, whether it's playing ping pong or basketball or whatever it is, in a very fun way. And that guy, um, he, he, he hardly doesn't need any tools to do well, everything he has you can't see, mm-hmm. but somehow he's lost just enough tools to now be struggling on the tour and and I wonder what it's going to be like for him now that we're on this big delay and diane we've we've talked about and you and I have talked about you know who does this help, and who does this hurt this yeah. big break and I suppose where we should start where it who helps it the most would have to be Tiger, because Tiger, you know, has been having some back issues, so now he gets this extended rest with the potential of having three majors or all the majors being squashed into a very small time. I mean, could there be anything better... For Tiger Woods to have a big 10-week break and then have, well, let's say he plays eight events at the rest of the year and four of them are majors, could there be anything better for him?
0: Let's talk about that. We're going to talk about that in some podcasts to come over the next few weeks as well, because it'll be interesting to get some other perspectives of the, who this is going to help and who's really going to suffer at, at the hands of this break. One person that I do want to get it on from the Secret Golf team is Conrad Schindler because he's been putting a lot on his Twitter. He plays on the Corn Ferry Tour right now, and he's been talking about loss of earnings and the financial strain it's going to put on him. So he's been giving out lessons for a sum of money to people on social media. So all these things. Yeah, I think, we'll it's, I think
1: it's I think it's. brilliant. Yeah,
0: I me think too. I think we should
1: get him on and talk about it. But he's been... Definitely. I hear that he's been just pummeled with lessons. I think he's charging 20 bucks for a lesson, a video mm-hmm. lesson. And I saw a video that... He's got his net set out back like you do, Diane. He's got his list there of people that have requested a lesson. And um, why not, right? Yeah. Be creative, use your skills, um, help people.
0: And right. we all have to support each other right now. I think that's the, if there's any positives that we can ever take from this situation, it's that we all need to band together and support each other. And yeah, we'll definitely, um, we'll get Conrad on in the next few weeks. But Pat Perez, Elk, I'm going to play this bit of you and Pat, the conversation you had when we were at Sawgrass for the Players' Championship earlier this month. And then we'll play the instructional video of Pat talking about how he reads the line of his putt and how it works for him.
1: You told me everyone wants these, but I don't. So that's not everyone.
2: That's everyone. You want them deep down. You want them deep down. You so
1: tell me. me the tell me the Monte Carlo, Michael Jordan story.
2: So we were we were on the Jordan trip. You're a
1: Jordan. You're a Jordan guy.
2: Jordan. Yeah, they call us a Board of Governors. So there's seventy of us, and you got an invite to go to Monaco with the other athletes.
1: Like Monaco. So like Monaco.
2: Monaco. Like. Monaco. Big show, like, big
1: show, like real,
2: yeah, big like
1: action sparkles and yeah.
2: So this is my this was my first shoe I ever put on. You know, a kid threw these away, and I picked them up. And
1: this is back when you were a kid. I read this story on the Players' yeah. Tribune. You know,
2: they came out in '89, so I was yeah, 13 you, at the time. 13, 14, we had no cash, so <clears throat> kids throws them away, and I picked. You them found
1: up. them. You found a pair. Trash can. What are the, what were these called then? It was when the, you,
2: the cement four. It's called the cement four for the. This looks like cement. Right? Okay. So.
1: Not because they're heavy.
2: Not because they're heavy. <laughs> <laughs> not like the shit you bore. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like I needed big, anchoring. With like the big ass I need an- I needed anchoring. I needed to be
1: anchored down. I, d- I didn't want to be flying all over the place. Yeah,
2: well, I'm not flying around. So, okay. Anyway, so I wore them until they are literally gone. So time goes by, I can't afford shoes until I go out of college, start making some cash, and I finally buy this pair. Finally, buy a pair from 1989. I don't wear it. Never wear it.
1: But they—they're not golf. They're just regular.
2: They were regular, yeah. Yeah. So this shoe is this shoe is the regular shoe. They just took they took it and they put it this bottom on, which is the golf bottom I golf have. bottom. Yeah. So that's what they do. They, they have to fit. They fit like this somehow. Yeah, you know, and they get yeah. on. So that's the challenge is making the shoe with this bottom not take away from what the actual shoe is supposed to look like. So we're in Monaco and man me and MJ are sitting at the uh, at this big. When you when uh, you say
1: MJ, you you mean like really? Not Michael at, Jackson. You're
2: talking yeah. about MJ. Yeah, I'm talking about, you're talking about the J. Yeah, yeah, not MJ Mark Johnson.
3: Yeah, you know, that's how close they are now. He can yeah. call him MJ. Yeah. Not, not Mark. Not Mark Cigai's.
2: Johnson. The guy at the you, know, at the you
1: hotel. got cigars going.
2: So he's like, you know, he's just sitting. There. I go, hey bro, you know what's going on? He's you snapped. called him bro. You didn't call him bro. I called him bro. I said bro. I said what's going on? So he makes you. It's a whole family deal. When you get there, the whole thing it feels like a family environment. Everybody knows that. Yeah. This is like day three too. This isn't like you know, first time I it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're it's like days. We've already done a lot of a lot of the action. Yeah. So when you a... say
1: the action, you've.
2: It's just a group. The whole group went and played went and played golf. No, no golf. We didn't do golf. We went did some we, drinking. We did a lot of drinking, <laughs> boating. There's uh, boating. there's. <laughs> <laughs> yachting. There's. <laughs>
1: Is that is that a beach. sport? It's Monaco. Beach. It's a, yeah, Monica, Monaco, yeah, Monaco.
3: Monaco, you got to be on a yacht. It's Like There's dirty rotten scoundrels. He rented a
2: castle up on top of this hill. Did
1: you did they're you did you, you unleash the body down on the beach? Did you pull the pull, pull the body the out? <laughs> I
2: no, didn't pull the shirt. All these guys are football star. You know they're all Rip. perfect shape, half my age. You know.
1: You you threw the you you threw the gut cutting on him. Have to. It's yeah, threw the curtain? Yeah,
2: I didn't. Have, I, I wasn't in any mood. I'm down there blowing down. You what know? are you
1: laughing at? You couldn't do it either.
2: Right. Anyway, hey, he me either. He would do it, though. He would do it. Yeah, he'd, he been, have, he'd, yeah,
1: he'd it. do it. I've done it But on you, you're, not on the board of, you're not the board of governor guy.
2: <laughs> no, man. I'm, I'm <laughs>
3: waiting for the governor to call. Yes. <laughs> see you <laughs> wearing the Jordans then, like when you were there in
2: Monica? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've already been with them now a year and a half. Yeah. I missed the last trip. I got on kind of as the, that other trip went. So I'm going a whole another year. And so, anyway,
1: you you went fat gal on the beach. You didn't take any gear off. Hell no. Yeah.
2: Hell no. I didn't go to the water. Did
1: you didn't go to the water? It's salty. I wouldn't know. Okay. Well, whatever. I wouldn't know. I did it Hello one time. I did it one time in 84. I was there for the Monaco Open.
2: Take your shirt off? Huh? You couldn't take your shirt off.
1: No, I was pretty trim in
2: 84. 84? That's a long time ago. You're in college. <laughs> that's and that's a, a sorry, 80's, 80,
1: 86, 86. That's a long time ago. I played in the Monaco open in 86 up on what the hill what
2: was that purse like yeah i think it was
1: four grand first
2: <laughs> the waltz the water was a lot saltier back yeah, exactly. then exactly <laughs>
1: i got almost arrested for throwing a frisbee on the beach you don't have do anything right you got to stand there under the umbrella and pay for it and everything
2: you got yeah pay you gotta pay you out the whole beach you, you gotta pay this, for your whole spot he rented, he rented out this whole the whole beach everybody has to you got yeah, no, you gotta pay it. for your chair. Yeah, you gotta very, pay yeah. for your radio. And fruit, that comes by.
1: There's no free free gear at Monte Carlo.
2: Nothing. So it you It's the, the most expensive place. You're
1: on the be beach there. in your robe, is what you say.
2: <laughs> Pretty much. We weren't there long. We were only there an hour. Because remember, I'm with Ashley, and she's red. So yeah, there's a whole, not a whole lot of sun there.
1: Now she went. She she did the whole show.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. The she one, went the whole. Not a lot oh, of sun. Did, no, lot. did
1: she just say, "I'm, I'm doing the Monte Carlo"? No, Calo we
2: just thing. sat underneath the
1: umbrella. Okay. Yeah. She didn't go. The Whole nude thing, like they no, do? shit, Oh, no. okay. No. All right, all right. So back to the back to the blackjack table uh, with bro.
2: With bro, so we're no, we're, he has a huge 15 person poker table and it has got the big logo on it in the middle of it. black, black felt white logo on the label. He yeah. bought in just for this deal, so and so what's going on? He goes, ah, so now I sit down have you know, this is when he had his tequila that hasn't been named yet, but he had it. He's like, Have you know, have tequila, have a cigar. We just sat there and shot the ship for about an hour.
1: And there's no no's with him, right? We're going to the beach, we're going, try the tequila, with no, doing no,
2: we're with, yeah, no, no, the tequila
1: with doing it. No, the tequila, we're doing it,
2: the cigar, we're doing it. Oh, I don't care there's, what I don't care if it was rat poison, we're sitting down drinking. We're drinking. He's drinking, <laughs> I'm drinking. There's, 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 drinking, I'm drinking. there's yeah. no, now nah, I'm good. Now nah, I'm good, I gotta go. Yeah, gotta no, go. go. Where are you gonna go? Like, where are you gonna go? Where you to go? <laughs> you're there there's, because of him, you're not going away. Yeah, we're not going. You're not going anywhere. So we sit down, Ashley sits here and you know, we start talking, and you know, are you talking. playing cards? No, we're just talking. Oh, we're just, just talking, cigar, yeah, yeah, talking. You know, I just want to ask, you know, some questions, this and that, and see what's going on. And did I asked you him about did the company? And
1: did you drop the story? The the
2: yeah, he know he knew the story, and I said, you know, we're doing the elevens right now, which is that other shoe over there, the blue one.
1: Go grab that shoe real quick, please.
2: It's uh, it's uh, it's the only one on the ground. So this is the eleven, and this is the only blue one in the world, actually, because there's, there's no blue. Eleven, anyway.
1: I've seen this shoe, but it's not blue. All white, all white. All, it's all white, and white
2: and black. black. Correct. And black. black and white and all white. Yeah. It also doesn't have this bottom. None of them have this bottom.
1: This None. is not what you call the the high top, though. This is, no, a, this is a low. Right. This is low. This a mid. Yeah.
2: So this is the shoe we were getting at the time, and you know, thankfully I got the blue one because I needed the blue for all well, the blue I was getting in my you know gear. Gear
1: so we got off track here slightly but hold on this is the cement but this is what is this
2: this is the patent leather 11
1: and this is an actual shoe basketball shoe yes. redone yes. In,
2: there's a, there's this and then there's the high
1: top you're talking to someone here that doesn't appreciate yet all the different I've seen them yeah but mm-hmm. I don't I don't know that the, I don't I didn't know it was like collecting coins I didn't know you, you, oh.
2: know you no so Michael played in the black and white and, and then he played what they call the bread which is the black and red. In the high top that's the most iconic one really is the bread 11 that's that in the flu game 12 is pretty much it but yep. anyway so we're wearing this at the time And i said hey man i said it would be amazing i said because my story with the with the four here i said i would love to make this cement deal in this shoe i said yeah, i would love to get that you know that deal he goes well, just make the four
1: just make the this shoe. i go that's simple, though. He's thinking simple.
2: No, but I said... No, this is MJ. This is the problem. Yeah. Like
3: you no, you pro. there's, pro. there's no such thing as a no. No, no, so no. So MJ says no. to him, I said, well, just
1: make
2: yeah. it. Yeah, I'm like, well, what does that mean? He goes, just make it. I go... Tell him, make it. I said, you're talking about making, taking this kind of shoe and make it into a golf shoe like this. And he said, yeah. He goes, get with G, was gentry, and said, just do it. So, of course, I'm on the horn. As soon as we leave that table, I'm thinking about while I'm talking to him, I'm not telling him like how this is all going to come together. And I called G. He's there. He's up, He's on the trip anyway. I said MJ gave me the green light. He goes, "What do you mean?" I said, "MJ gave me the green <laughs> you light." You couldn't wait to drop I that, said, did you? I said, you you could not. Out? You no, could not now. wait to. I said, hey, I'm going to make the
1: I four, see, and he he would have had a pause. MJ said it was good.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I said, you know, how are we looking on the time? You know, can we get this started like today? <laughs> this something we can call in and get it going. And we didn't really get it going, it took me, for, it took forever to get him, it took six months to get him.
1: And this is, well, here we are today, we're at the Players' Championship right now, and this is the first look-see at him?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: No, you had him last I week? Put them
2: out, I put him out on social media and the world went crazy. Mm-hmm. Because there's, the only, there's only two pairs of these in the world. I have one, and I have one at home.
1: Oh, you have both? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, so you're one, an A and a B.
2: I'm A and the B. B. I'm one A and one B. Got it. The Only two in the world. That's so, correct. are you are and you is, are you a only, collector of this kind of I stuff? I am a huge and this is the only other one. Collected. So, these are one of ones in the world, right here. <clears throat>
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Understanding
3: so, how number one, when Jordan got into golf, sorry. the sneaker collector world went crazy, and it added a new a new niche, a new, new, new new branch on the tree.
2: Correct. No, it added a new tree. Correct. Yeah. Because everybody wants these anyway because they already want his shoe. Now the fact that these are a lot... You know, Tiger brought so many more people into the game, right? He brought all...
1: He didn't bring no shoes in the game. <laughs> no, know. no, but,
2: no but, he brought, but he brought so many different yeah. people. But they were still Jordan guys. Yeah. They're still Jordan shoe guys, but they're Tiger guys as far as golf. So, so I'm saying
1: Tiger didn't bring any great no, looking no, no. shoes. yeah. no, no. no.
2: They're, they're terrible. Well, the combination of the two, him bringing the people and the, and the Jordan yeah. shoe coming in... The collaboration is, is unbelievable because Tiger brings, obviously, millions and millions of eyeballs. These bring millions and millions of eyeballs. And now you can do both. Now you can – the people we brought in to play golf and the people that get to wear their shoe while doing it is a total home run. And the problem is these are on a limited – the normal shoes that they sell, they're on a limited number. Yeah. Because, you know, really Tiger and Phil, Phil Knight won't let Jordan take over.
1: The, on that – on they would
2: take over the golf brand. They take over the entire – Shoe brand, if they were, if they made 4 million units of these, they'd be gone
3: There'd be a demand
2: for 4.5 million. But there's only 15,000 made. Yeah. So I get messages all the time, you know, how, you know, where do we get it? I go, guys, I, you know, I'm sorry, I don't want to tell you, but they, they're not allowed to sell that many. They're just not. They want to sell the Nike shoe. But these things sell out, and then people rebuy them for 600 up to $1,200. Hmm. Resell. All
1: right, so that's a great story. So here we are at the Players' Championship, what is uh, you? How many you've played in a dozen or more? Fifteen of these.
2: This is uh, I played. This will be my seventeen.
1: Is this course changed any
2: for you? No, it's always hard. It's always hard, especially now that it can be. It's not going to be cool this week. It's going to be nice actually, but it, when it gets cold, this course is hard.
1: Have you ever played great here?
2: I finished third once.
1: And what do you? What did you do oh, well we then?
2: Got, I must have putted well. I must have putted. Got up and down well. So I what do you? Didn't, I probably didn't hit in the water. I probably hit it away from trouble. Got up and down. Probably had some miracle saves. And well,
1: what do you think you have to do this week to play good?
2: This and, week, got it. It's it's soft and it's it's kind of muddy out there. Shouldn't so, be right. It shouldn't. Shouldn't be. 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 There's a lot of right. mud balls. Do you think they're gonna let it dry? They, they, they can't. How can they? I mean, thing starts in two days. The sun doesn't come out. The sun hasn't been out in three days. Hasn't
1: burned off really. We like. played the
2: Saturday and the Sunday. It was blowing twenty five. You know, I hit five iron into one the other yeah. day. And then today I hit wedge. Yeah, That's how you know how it is. The winds go Sure, low. It's hard. And then when you get mud on the ball, on 11 the other day, I hit a perfect drive. Nice little draw down there. Couldn't get there because of in the wind. So I laid up with a six iron, and it flew like a knuckle right yeah. in the water. So now it's like... Now we, the, we may talk about this
1: tonight, hard. but this yes. course looks good.
2: But now the layup is but- hard.
1: But not not everyone's liking it everybody so far because the too range. much too and much mud on the ball.
2: Everybody's talking about mud ball. They're talking about it. And it's a real thing, and I get pissed about it because I was the tour it. says it's not part of the game. It's part of the game.
1: Oh, it's absolutely it part of the be game. Couldn't
2: any more part of the game. Couldn't be any more part of it. You know, that's the thing that's hard about 11. If you hit a nice drive and you have a 245 yard shot, you're really thinking about going for it until you look down at your ball.
1: You see any of if it? You've
2: got any of it on there? Going well. We don't want to go right, but we also don't want to go big left.
1: It used to be in the old days, if you had some mud on your ball, yes, it was crazy. But now it seems like even a little bit of mud these days with this ball, because the ball spins less, Anyway, it goes crazy.
2: With this ball, this ball just did a knuckle dive right in the water with a six iron. And then I hit the same, made the same swing, no mud, and it was just perfect. Sure. But we're talking 25, 30 yards off line with a six iron. I know. And then I had another one on 15. Had another great drive. Hit five iron to that one, not for the right. I mean, are you it's a, it's are a you disappointed
1: that it's wet? Because I'm very you know,
2: I like I like. We just played
1: two hours ago at Bay Hill, super dry, right? Like super hard. Super. I like
2: when this course is fast and firm. Yeah. That's
1: what I.
3: Like.
2: I, I was
1: like talking that. to Dustin Johnson today in the uh, Starbucks. He just finished playing. He's like, he goes, man. He said the course is soaked. Somehow. He said I don't,
2: I don't understand. I don't understand either. Can they know. not do sub air for fairways? No.
1: I think they could. It'd be pretty expensive. That's probably it's probably yeah. No,
2: but if you've got a seventy-seven million-dollar clubhouse that you use one time a year for us, yeah, you think maybe you can put some sub air in the, in the fairways. Yeah. You, you obviously have the budget. The course is immaculate. It's unbe- It's an incredible shape. If it was dry, visual, visual green because the
3: guys that I terrible. spoke to today said seventeen green is terrible. terrible. It is terrible. in horrible
1: shape. They had to resaw the front.
2: Both fronts, yeah, mm. front left and front right. It's not very good. It's actually See, there,
1: there's always a theory that, and I don't, I don't adhere to this theory that when you put a overseed, you're essentially putting two crops in one hole. You put the Bermudas there, yeah. and then you put another seed on. The reason they put the uh, overseed on is because it germinates at like 35 degrees, so it comes up easy. That's why it's in Phoenix. Yeah, and then you've got a great look.
2: Correct. Oh, the look is
1: fantastic. But you've got two crops. Feeding off one set of nutrients, so you you have these areas that have come about, like seventeen, will die back, or in four, I saw today, yeah. and that that's absolutely attributed to two two crops sucking off one one nutrient. And you it's know? also
3: why when Pete Dye went in and said they got to redo stuff, the clump that he took in and threw down on Fincham's desk was this, because of how much work you have to keep putting top dressing over
1: and over
2: yeah. and over again and that's what he did Malaysia you, you, malaysia. Yeah. you, did, what, it, you what, got to in Malaysia.
1: what 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 did fincham do wait, i mean sorry so uh dean or uh uh pete guy
3: at one point said the only way to fix this course is to tear it up tear it up he not over it's it's too too much much tear that's, much. He does, that's he what he did in malaysia he went and took it he basically cut a chunk out of the fairway and took it and threw it on fincham's desk and said this is why you can't get the course perfect because this is all the years of trying to keep Just what mud, you were saying, those two mud. those two crops
1: sucking up all the one one nutrient.
3: You got it to in order to run two crops, you got to put two fertilizer yeah. on them. You got to put nutrients on, them, and that's and why that keeps.
1: And by the way, up. that's why it's so wet. Yes, yes, because they've got to keep it keep they it in there, keep
2: it wet so it can grow.
1: Keep it in there. Yes,
2: it's wet, and then we had that little shower on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a little shower. It was actually pretty big rain. Okay? All that takes is just that little It sits on the top.
1: It sits on top almost like a water on top of a piece of plastic. It's slippery. It's slick. It's unfortunate because
2: it looks, it, they have cleaned it up so well. It's so pretty. It's so nice. They've, they've got it phenomenal. But the mud ball is a big thing. It really is. It's, um, so
1: what do you, you know, the natural inclination to think is, how do, you, how do you deal with mud balls, right? You're a high hitter. Not great for you. I'm a low hitter. I would skid one out there. I'd but everybody,
2: hit one. Everybody's had. It doesn't matter. Doesn't
1: matter if you hit it low yeah. or high. You can't even make it skip.
2: Mm. No, it doesn't. What
1: matter. What do you have to do this week, knowing what's coming? You're a veteran player. What do you have to do to do get the kind of week going that you want to have? How do you get started here?
2: Well, you know, Thursday we're on one, so you know, depending on the wind, it'd be nice to get a you know a, a birdie on the first two holes yeah you know, depending on where the pin is you can burn two holes
1: what's your wider scope first is it is it to be no mistakes over two days or or is it I mean
2: no mistakes I've been making a lot of mistakes like last week I hit I hit like four balls in the water and that does doesn't in two days you can't do it you can't do it you can't, you can't recover only, the thing is I only miss a cup by, I when miss a cut by six or something you know but I had all these water balls and
1: people ask us what's what's the who's gonna win what's going win you can kind of get it, but you almost know for sure what the cut's going to be. It's going to be one one under or That's even. Right. So if That's you get to hitting that. a few balls in the water, that you makes really you change. you got to get two or three more birdies to overcome that one right. water ball. And then can you do you it? And you got
2: to stay out of trouble. You just got you got to hit it. You've got to hit it really good. Like you said, you've got to challenge the lines so that they are. But you got to stay out of the trouble. Everybody knows you can't bail on an eighteen. But you challenge if, that water and you go in the water. Now you got stress.
1: You said you get off to a good start, one through two under, that's good. What if you don't? Where else is there an opportunity on this course?
2: You can't, This, to my opinion, this is not a course you can chase. You can't chase birdies. You can't fire at pins thinking you're going to birdie like four in a row. You know?
1: I always felt like for me, a little bit, there was a little bit of a breather once I got through eight. Nine was a bit of a breather to walk, at, you know? Yeah. You're probably going to get a chance at nine if you just play the hole without falling over. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. going to have a wedge to something.
2: Ten, if you, you got to hit a nice. And if you, you hit hit the, a, nice hit a t-
1: decent tee shot, t- shot at ten, you're going to get yeah. something. And then eleven, you got another look. Right.
2: Yeah, but you, you know, eleven can turn into stress real quick. If you hit a you know great driver, then you don't hit your second shot. We're you looking. You're going to have some. You're going to have some action. Yeah. Even though you, everybody. Thinks, but that's, that's the a only part of the
1: course well. that I thought for me was once I go through eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve.
2: Twelve's not so. It, now though anymore, no, it's different. You're not just hitting that forearm there and then a little elbow on the green. Now you have options. You can lay up once again if you don't lay up. How properly, will
1: you play 12 this week? In the
2: wind, we Let's say let's ways. say it
1: stays out of the south, which would be down off the right.
2: I'll hit driver. I'll hit you driver will on the right side because they've got it. They've got it nice and mowed nicely, so you can actually chip on the green. You know, I hit on the green the other day. Oh, uh, in one. Yeah, if the wind comes in the other way, you hit three iron there, and we hit you know sandwich on.
1: Okay. So you you've got a, 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 a strategy for downwind. You got driver luckily, into the wind. See,
2: we've already played. We played four four times now. I missed Cub Bay Hill. We drove up Saturday. We played Saturday. It was blowing yeah. a hooey into us, and then it went the other way the next day. So I played the front nine, the back nine, the front you know the front mm-hmm. nine in different wins. And tomorrow we're going to play the back nine. I don't know what's the wind tomorrow. South I think. Yeah. So we'll have another another one. Yeah.
1: How do you play seventeen? <clears throat> Under pressure, which it's always it's
2: always, under pressure. it's always under pressure. I don't. I try to hit it, like those front pins. We hit it in the middle, back pins middle. Yeah. If I had to, I mean, if I absolutely had to make a two on that right pin. Make a thirty foot I hope the wind's off the right. You know, I hope the wind's off the right, and I can kind of hold it. And hopefully get a good number there. That's going
1: to be rare. You're you're not going to get the wind off the right this week. No, exactly. Right. It's so, coming out of the south all week, so it's going to be get, it's going to be gonna down gonna, off the left. I'm going to
2: yeah. play for that middle ridge, and that, that's going to be it. What what does it play to that number?
1: Uh, now, I know this. I know what it was for, like for me, but it has got your attention Thursday, right? Every well, day. Yeah, it's actually worse. It's actually worse on Thursday because if you make a mistake on Thursday. You can't, can't recover.
2: You got, and then you gotta to go to 18. But oh, right. right. you make another five or we'll, six there, we'll, your tournament's over.
1: We'll get to we'll get to eighteen, but seventeen, you know, if you make a mistake at seventeen on Thursday or Friday, you've got a big chance of missing the cut. Yes. And anyone knows you can tow it, you can miss hit it, you can catch it a little thin. And gust could get you gets
2: in those in those. Is it uh, too much?
1: Is no. the hole too much? No, or is it's not. it perfect?
2: I think it's uh, I think it's awesome. Yeah, because obviously we've been playing it all the way in the back. It can be a sandwich, it can be a wedge, depending on the wind. But I
1: downwind the, this week's, even if it's short, that's not that's not cake either because no. the wind can knock it down. Sure. Yeah.
2: That's the problem with those stands, is it can get in the stands and swirl, and you think it's doing it. I think it's one of the hardest, well, I don't think it's one of the hardest, but it's, I find it difficult to exactly know, you know. Yeah,
1: no kidding. Okay, so 18. 18 is another whole animal on its own. It's harder than the tee shot, way harder than the tee shot at 18 at Pebble Beach.
2: Way harder. Oh. i close.
1: 18, Jack moved the tee at 18 out into the water, yeah. which I thought Shoot, was a mistake way. because
2: now it's easier. Because
1: Shoot. it's now easier you hit across the water. Right. Yeah. But Pete Dye wrote, famously he wrote that, he said, I want the water slapping up against your ankles. I want, and he does that there. It's mm-hmm. it's up against you.
2: No, it's that's right there. But they don't play <clears throat> the tee over there. They play it all the way to the right.
1: I understand, but I'm saying on this on this course, you've got to stand with your ankles on the ball. Cap. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, no, and I do. I go <laughs> all the way left.
1: Do you? And you're playing out and back.
2: you I'm trying. I'm not playing out and back because I'm not really that. Just out. To draw. I'm trying to get it. Uh, I'm trying to get it middle to right. Yeah. In that in that zone right there. I'm not really worried about the chasing it down the railroad ties.
1: When you think about this course, I think you just said it, but. People, I want people to understand that when you're standing on 18, you only have 15 yards that you're interested in.
2: That's it. And with you a th- cannot bail out. With a three wood, out, it's almost an five. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, when you play a different course, you can go in the trees and recover, whatever. Play Riviera, you slice it over in the trees, still make a pie, whatever. 18, but,
2: but 18 is fantastic because there's.
1: But here you're really talking gotta, about you a 15 gotta, You got to sack it up. And sack it got up. Got
2: to hit. You've got to hit a shot. And then the is,
1: sec- it's not over either once you hit your T no, shot.
2: Close. No. Not even so, that. what do
1: you got for your second shot?
2: Well, we had four iron the other day. You can have, we had eight iron yesterday. You know, it's it's plenty. It's more than plenty, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to have it down off the right.
1: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs>
2: I'd love to. That you may, you left, may,
1: you may have it down off the right this week.
2: Well, the, the in off the left is, that's about as hard as a hole. That you're going to find.
1: I don't want to uh, say this, but when I won the tournament, it was in off the left both times and it was, it was gross. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it was as hard a tee shot as you've ever imagined. You,
2: you know what you have to do. The it's second shot was
1: slightly it. easier because it was dead into.
2: Yeah.
1: And dead into is way better than in off the left.
2: Of course.
1: Yeah. But in off the left, off the tee is it, it, so... It,
2: they're both, they're phenomenal holes. I love this course. You know, I've had a little success, not great, but I know how to play it. It's all to,
1: execution.
2: Yeah. You know, you have to be able to let go and go, this is a shot that's required. This is the yeah. shot I have to hit. If you don't pull it off, there's a the major penalty.
1: Yeah. My theory but, here was you know, that I was, you know, you I can't I,
2: guide it around here.
1: No, you can't right. guide it. There's no guide. No. You might as well let it go because okay. you're going to miss a cut either way. So you might as well let yeah, it go. You
2: might as well let it You'll know, try, at least try to pull yeah. the shot that's required to hit the hole.
1: I used to take the attitude here that I know what. Is required for me shot wise, I'm gonna go out and see if I can hit him. I'm gonna play as safe as I can when I think I can play safe, and I'm gonna play as aggressive as I can when I thought I could and see how I turn out. And if it turns out after Friday I'm still in it, I'm in it. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, for example, uh, get on number 18 and go and hit it in the trees right. I'm not doing it. You're gonna make five or six. I'm gonna make five or six anyway, so I might as well try to hit my line.
2: Yeah, exactly. Force
1: myself to make a decent swing. Because
2: if you can if you try to hit the shot and you draw it, let's say it carries far enough down there unless yep. it happens to go in, but you're far enough down. you still on green. Make five. Yeah. You go, right. You're making no, five anyway. You're, anyway. You're, you're so much you're safe. Big deal. You've got to chip out over here. Right. Yeah. And and chip out. It still isn't that easy because no,
1: because you don't you can't, you can't really advance it up no, there that five. You're
2: going up and hopefully it doesn't run left.
1: Yeah.
2: It's a great, I, I love this place. There's so much risk reward.
1: So it doesn't favor anyone really. It favors the guy that's hitting it in the center of the face.
2: Favors a guy. That's that, yeah. one
3: of the things that makes this place so beautiful. When you look at the past champions, you can't go, this course favors no, No, no.
2: it doesn't favor n- anyone. It doesn't favors favor a guy, anyone. It favors a guy that plays uh, just the opposite place of best. If I looked up.
1: at that bo- that that past champions list, okay, I'm on it. I know, I know that. That's not what I'm talking about. If I had to pick one guy that I said would win on this tournament who's on that list, you know who it would be? It would be Cal Peak. Calvin Pete. Calvin Pete hit yeah. 85% of his fairways and like 80% of his greens the year that he won. And that works. Yeah, here well, it works. You can't beat him here. Correct. Okay, Pat. All right. You're being a cross-hander for a long time. Why, just?
2: I just can't set up the other way, to be honest with you. I, uh- I get, I get, I don't know how to. I don't know how to set. My left arm doesn't get right. My left shoulder gets high. I don't really ever see the line straight. You look terrible there. I can't do it. <laughs> I just. I, I. really can't. I can't get my shoulders how I want to. I've tried wide. I've tried open. I've tried forward. I can never find the same spot twice. Never so. find the same setup. So when I set up with the with the right down. I put my left arm on the same every time. So,
1: how are you? How are you powering the stroke? Are you shoulder down and up? Or? Well,
2: yeah. I was just thinking about that. You know, I I have some. Sometimes my stroke gets too slow and too long. So then there's a D cell So when I start to feel like my speed gets off, I go short and quick. On purpose. Short and, yeah, short and accelerating. So yeah. like for this, you know, with a shorter stroke, you're only going to hit it so far. But what I what I'm trying to do is get my acceleration through the ball. Yeah. And see now that felt like I hit it twice as hard as a long stroke.
1: Yeah.
2: And it barely got to the hole. Yeah. So that's where I know I'm. I can still improve on that. But what it ensures also is when I'm when I'm doing that I hit it more in the center. Center. When it gets long and kind of slow, I tend to hit them off the toe. Yeah. And that goes off. Little yeah, loopy. A little loopy. Yeah. It just gets too long. So. Um, you know, Tiger told me that I was getting ready to play whistling straights. And he said, why are you, why are you just stroke so long from four feet? I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're out to hear.
1: You can sing, sing the Star Spangled Banner on your backswing. <laughs> yeah,
2: from four feet. So I, you know, I've, I'll, I'll ha- I've had tournaments where I've gone short like that.
1: If Tiger tells you something, you usually listen, don't you?
2: Usually. See, that, that was fine because I hit it, I hit it solid. Yep. I just pulled a little bit, but that's, those are the kind of drills I work on acceleration.
1: There's three things that are the most important about putting. One is a, the, like 80% of the, or the 75% of the most important thing is a square, club face at impact, that's one. Correct. Second most important thing is impact, uh, center of the club face. The one that doesn't really matter that much is path because you could have a terrible path, we still see people make putts,
2: right? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like, like Billy, Billy Mayfair. Mayfair and- yeah, that's what, and I was I showed that when I was talking to Duff one time about the two T drill. Yeah. He goes, well, I can. That doesn't do anything. He goes, I can go. I can do all over the place. Can go all over the place and still get in there.
1: So I've always thought that if I can, you know, if I like Mr. Burke says, just you got a you got to you got a ninety degree angle, make it come back to ninety and no. hit it in the center.
2: That's the and it, it's actually amazing, but it's it's so hard to believe that you could miss the center putting.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, what I mean, people
2: think, oh, that's how easy, it's too easy no. to hit. It, it it's actually incredibly hard to hit the center every time for I some know. reason. You're only making a stroke that long.
1: I always thought they should have a putter made that has some sort of special a, acoustics when you hit the center.
2: Yeah, I think they should make one. If you hit the center, it goes in automatically, or it counts. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> it goes ding dong when yeah. you hit it in the middle, and you make it. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I've been, in, you know, especially with a little bit of slower speed greens. I uh, you know I did widen my stance a little bit to give me a, a little bit of better base. What's that rolling? That rolls great. That roll good there. So, and I wouldn't even really call that short, but you know, yeah. I get somewhere, you get out here and I, I start yeah. watching it and it's looping and I catch the toe and it's just a, a terrible putting.
1: That's why you have a nightmare where you miss, you miss the ball.
2: Yeah, I miss the ball. <laughs> I mean, in my opinion with, with lag putting, it's just, it's practice more than anything. Yeah. How much stroke do you need? You know, can you hit it solid? Do you know how far it is to hit it 60 feet?
1: You know, That's where it's important to hit it in the center because you hit the if center. you don't hit a sweet spot, you can't get it there.
2: It's just like on the range. Yeah. If you got a seven iron, you're trying to hit it one seventy five and you hit it off the toe, it's gonna go one sixty. It's, it's just the, Yeah, it's just the way it is. So this lag putting in my opinion is nothing more than sweet trying spot. to hit the center and and can, you know, how close can you get it to sixty feet? That's I don't know if there really is a a stroke. You know, it's a longer stroke obviously, because you gotta get it. 60 feet
1: yeah you got to have some sort of a time but I, I
2: try to really focus on you know how far it really is and then I try to feel it yeah you know that that's my my visual, visualization is that you know, okay I know it's uphill you know, I know it's gonna break right 60 feet and how far do I have to actually hit it harder than that <laughs> it's hit slow 50 it's pretty slow yeah, I need more stroke then. That's really uphill. That's a good one. Yeah, not bad. But it just really is practice. I, mean, practice. I, haven't, I haven't practiced these in five months, so. That was in the center.
1: That was in the center of the club? Yeah. Sports Social Podcast Network.